Hi. Hi. Welcome. Hi. Welcome to, to Getting Better. <laughs> you said it. There it is. Um, I said it. I'm, yeah. You did. Thank you. Um, I'm Katie. Well, I'm Julia. What are we reading today? We read Breakfast at Tiffany's. Cute little. What are we drinking today? Tiffany mimosas. Fucking cheers! Which are they're adorable. They're, they're so pretty. I love them. <gasps> Yours looks so pretty. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I added lemon juice instead of lemonade, which I think made the difference. Oh, mm-hmm. see, I didn't add any lemon. I was like blue carousel and prosecco. Did you read the recipe? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Not well enough, I don't think. <laughs> but okay. I said I simply we're getting yeah. literate. So yeah, that's I read true. it and I was like, mm-mm. We're yeah, not mm-mm. literate yet, clearly. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, oh well. That's fine. Oh. Yeah, the uh, the the lemon or the lemonade will is that's what makes it whew, I am drunker than I thought I was. That's what'll make it the signature Tiffany color. Which is very fun and exciting. Cheers. Yeah, cheers. Um, yeah, we read Breakfast at Tiffany's. We read Breakfast at we Tiffany's. Do. do you want to tell me about Breakfast at Tiffany's? Or should I tell you about Breakfast at Tiffany's? How many Please times can I say Breakfast it. at Tiffany's? Every time she says a drink. Please tell us about Breakfast at Tiffany's. I will tell you about Breakfast at Tiffany's. I would love to tell you about Breakfast at Tiffany's. Breakfast at Tiffany's um, is <sighs> written by Truman Capote, uh, who you may know from King. if you ever had to read To Kill a Mockingbird in school. That was Dill or whatever the hell that character, the friend of Harper Lee. He was he was good friends with Harper Lee. What's her face? They were besties. They were like they were like childhood friends, and so that character is based on Truman Capote, um, which I think is really cute. Yeah. Well, he's like from the south. Anyways, (laughs) we'll get into that later because I have a lot to talk about his life. Um, That explains the language that was used. Well, it's also published in 1958. So you may know Cheers. it from the film adaptation of it, which I think came out in the 60s, I want to say. Um, that doesn't really matter, though, because we're here to talk about the novella, the novella he wrote. Woo! Where in autumn of 1943, the unnamed narrator, I think his name is like Paul in the movie. He doesn't get a name in this one. Um, but he becomes no. friends with Holly Golightly. And she's wonderful and she's great. And they're both tenants in a brownstone apartment in Manhattan's Upper East Side. And Holly is like around 18 or 19. She's a country girl to a New York Cafe Society girl. Um, girl. <laughs> As such, she girl. has her job and lives by socializing with wealthy men who take her to clubs and restaurants and give her money and expensive presents. And she hopes to marry one of them. Um, according to Capote, Golightly is not a prostitute, but an American geisha, which is like a choice of, like, language, but sure, whatever. Um, Holly likes to shock people with carefully selected tidbits with her from her personal life or her outspoken viewpoints on various topics, and over the course of a year, she slowly reveals herself to the narrator who finds himself quite fascinated by her curious lifestyle and the curious characters that enter into it. So, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Very, very fun. Very fun little read. Super quick. Um, yes. But not interchangeable with the movie, which is fun and exciting. Uh, entirely different ending. I don't know. Have you seen the movie? Nope. Are you, uh, have you at least listened to Did Audrey Hepburn sing? 
No, but I, you know, sometimes I'd like for you to surprise me with, like, out, <laughs> you know, for me to underestimate you, maybe, would be fun. <laughs> it's a classic. It's Audrey Hepburn, and she sings Moon River, and it's so I've good. By her? Her rendition of sure. it? Or the Frank Sinatra one? Or the Frank Ocean one? I am a All fantastic. Frank Sinatra, so... Yeah. I don't know. Old blue eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. that's okay. I'm not going to hold it against you, but I, I do want you to know that it's going on the list of movies I'm going to make you watch. So. Okay. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, it's really Thank different you. from <laughs> the... <laughs> really different from the book because the movie is a romantic comedy. And this is very much so not a romantic Ooh. comedy. Um, no, it's not yeah. very calm. Not at all, actually. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I haven't talked to you about this at all, but I'm no, curious to all. know how you felt about it. I think you're going to give guess. it three and a half stars. Oh, yeah. you're close. I have four. Yeah. <gasps> nice. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. Here's and a case of I'll explain why. Um, <laughs> I really liked it later. Okay. <laughs> Unless you want to explain it now, but I kind of want to know why you like it. So I think you rated it um, four and a half. No, you're actually off by half star. It's four. Four from Katie. Oh, wow. Twins. Yeah, Hello. I know. Hi. I think that we get... You have to drink because you got it a half star off, and then we also have to drink because we have the same rating, and that's a new rule I've implemented right yeah, now. Yeah, that's so, just... Cheers. Cheers. So, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Um, what did you like about it? What were your top three things about it, Julia? What made it four stars? Okay. First of all, before we talk about this book, what are we going to call the narrator? Like, they, she called him, like, Holly called him Buster and Fred throughout the novel. So, yeah. what are we going to... Are we going to refer to him as the narrator? I like calling him Paul. I think that's his name in the Okay, movie. we'll call him Paul. And it distinguishes him from the other Fred... And I think she calls a few people uh-huh. Buster because it's like a nickname. So we're gonna All give right there, Buster. Paul. <laughs> Great okay. accent. Cool. Thanks for lying to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so top three. Um, Holly Golighty. She was very fun. I love her. Uh-huh. She has a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, love her. She's the top three. Um, when Paul saved the cat. That was really good. I really liked that. That was a good little way to end it. And um, my favorite was when they went shopping together and then they stole the Halloween masks and they ran all the way home still wearing the masks. That was so oh, fun. Yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was a cute little moment. Yeah. What was your top three? Oh, I was like, what's your third one? But you, okay, Holly and then the Holly, cat the saving the cat, stealing then, the masks. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um... Yeah, my top three, I love the introduction that we get to Holly. It's Mm -hmm. so good. Like, the, Mm -hmm. I lost my keys, and then she's like, and if you want to come into my apartment, you better give me more than fucking 20 cents when I go to the bathroom. Like, I love her for that. And then I really love the, um, the quote that she does. It's not really a quote, but it's, like, the little bit that she does where she talks about the mean reds. I think that that's just so, like, Mm mm-hmm cute and I just I don't know I really like Mm -hmm. that that whole description of like angst like it's so good I agree yeah 
And then, you know, when she gets the letter in the hospital, is it in the hospital? Yeah. Yeah. She gets the letter in the hospital and she doesn't read it. She's like, a girl doesn't read this sort of thing without her lipstick on. And she like has to do her whole face. That was so nice. I loved it. I loved it. That was so nice. So those are the things we loved. What did you hate? So there is some jarring language. um, Yeah. In the novel. And it was because of the times. But also just like Paul described Rusty's ass as spankable. Like we met him, and we're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's just spankable ass, and I'm like, well, hello, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. this book's a little interesting. Pretty. Yeah, yeah. Another worst is Paul and Holly had a falling out because Paul just was a man, so he couldn't take constructive criticism. Mm, yep. Uh huh. Yep. I was like. Oh, God. Was this when she references Wuthering Heights? Is that the one that you're talking about? When she's talking about Wuthering Heights, is this the the exchange that you're talking about? And she sends him out of the room? I don't know. It's just whenever they are falling out, like, she was like, yeah, I think it's the Wuthering Heights one. Yeah, she's like, you have four seconds to leave my house. Yeah, that one. Drink. Drink. (laughs) Cheers. Love it. And my worst worst was Doc Goliath because Mm. fuck a pedophile. Yeah. Gross. So gross. Gross. Poor Holly. Poor Holly. It's tragic. I was, like, re-skimming it today, and she's, like, there's, like, a Mm -hmm. whole thing where she talks about all of the people that she slept with, and or not all of them, but, like, she talks about sleeping with a bunch of people, and she's like, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I've I've slept with 11 people, you know, is that a lot? And that's only since I was 13, because, of course, anything before that doesn't count. And I was like, Holly. I know, right? Tragic. So, very sad. Doc sucks, for sure. Um, weirdly enough, didn't make mm. my worst. Mm. What made your worst? I, I don't know. It didn't, because there's, my worst is kind of the stuff that, like, made me kind of, like, that broke my heart a little bit. And so that uh, thing okay. from Polly broke my heart, but it didn't actually make the list, because there were so many things in this book that broke my heart. Um, yep. But, yeah, that definitely, that, like, Wuthering Heights, because the reason it, yeah, so the Wuthering Heights thing is, because she's like, yeah, your story sucks, uh, and it's kind of annoying, mm-hmm. um, and you need to, like, talk to somebody who knows what they're doing in the field so that you stop just, like, writing what you think is good, and you can actually get mm-hmm. some, like, guidance, since the person who can get your stories out in the world, like, is Please get a mentor and agent. You need work, yeah. And she's like, yeah, Wuthering Heights is a work of genius, and then she, and he's like, oh, really? That's crazy. Like, I could never write something that good, which, like, bro, Wuthering Heights ain't that good. But, um, it's fucking, it's just crazy people in the wilderness. Um, but whatever. Anyways, and then he realizes she's talking about the movie, and he's like, oh, you don't read. And there's a little bit of me in that exchange where I'm like, you haven't seen that? But it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay, Brad. Yeah, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I don't love that. I don't love that scene. That one, that one hurt. Um, and then also when she yeah. lets Cat go. Oh, that's and, tragic. And she lets him go, and then she's like, "Wait, no, I want him back." And then she can't uh-huh. find him. Uh, hurt my heart. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Also, me Wildwood hated her. Hated her a lot. Really? Yeah. I thought she was wasn't a fan. Funny. She said Hitler was right. Yeah. I'm not saying anything about that but she did get drunk and try to pick a fight with every single man at that one party and that was yeah 
I don't know. But then she was, like, just kind of, like, weird. I, I really, like, I did not love her vibe at all. And if she had been anywhere near she me in any room. Vibes. I was like, I don't. Like, I wouldn't enter a room you were in. Ugh. Not a fan. So, I just want to make it clear. Hitler was wrong. Hitler was like- wrong. We both agree. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, he was wrong, and um, May's not right for saying it. However, she's a fictional character, and I think she was just fucking funny. She was so okay, pathetic. That's fair. And that was that's funny fair. to laugh at. Of course she's going to say Hitler was wrong. She was a fucking idiot the whole book. Or yeah, she said Hitler was maybe, right. Yeah, she said Hitler was Sorry, right. Sorry, I'm like, drunk. I knew, what you, I knew where you were going. She was silly. It's a good thing you clarified, but <laughs> so I knew where you were at. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I hated her, and I did not. I was like, you're funny, but not in a way that makes me comfortable. So, hmm. wasn't I like laughing at her? So, uh, uh, your vibes suck. So, didn't pass the vibe <laughs> check. You're on my worst list. <laughs> so yeah, well, right, respect the hell out of that. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Cheers. Um, I want to talk about why I love this book so much, and I think you're gonna roll Please your do. eyes. And Please I'm very do. Excited. No, I want to hear it. Okay, this novel gives novella, whatever. It gives me great Gatsby vibes, like. Mm-hmm. Paul reminds yeah. me so much of Nick Carraway. Like the love for the narrator who's just out living the best party life. It's in a post war society. Yeah. Also, just like the climax happening on like Paul's birthday, which is mm-hmm. Nick Carraway. Like the climax happens on his birthday. Yeah. They're just hopelessly in love with someone just so not flighty to them. And I just flighty and everything and i just like ditzy silly Mm -hmm. yeah just a different social class and they're just like yeah they're just like so like there's such a class difference and oh Mm -hmm. i just i was like i'm just reading about hetero nick caraway right now yeah and yeah in this in this book holly's the one who's a little fruity which is fun yeah um I loved it. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I don't know how I didn't pick up on that before. It's totally Gatsby vibes. Like, absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. What's fun? What? Well, so, okay. So, I was, like, rewatching like, clips of Breakfast at Tiffany's today because I wanted to see, like, where the differences were um, mm. in between the two of them. Like, in between the book and the, the, sh- the movie. Um, and they totally, like, bill it as, like, this, like, huge party or, like, somehow in this book, like, Holly is both, like, Daisy and Gatsby, you know? That's and the, the idea version, role for a woman. I know, right? I mean, like, it kind of, like, Truman mm-hmm. Capote really picked up on the fact that, like, mm, who are the two people in love with Gatsby? Nick and Daisy. Interesting. Can we roll one of those three into like can we make this love triangle? Not a triangle. A line. Shake <laughs> yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna. Hey, you're watching if, the movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So please talk. No fault. I no. I was looking up a fact because I was wondering if there was another Gatsby parallel here. Um, because I wasn't sure if I had it right in my head, but I do. Gatsby is kind of based yeah. on. F. Scott Fitzgerald himself, right? Like, he's like, yeah, I totally drew inspiration from myself for this, for this character. Yes. Um, Truman Capote got in a lot of trouble <laughs> for writing Breakfast at Tiffany's because he based it on all these people he knew in New York. 
and like totally that's like so fucking funny he was sued at one point he was unsuccessfully oh, so sued for libel and invasion of privacy by a manhattan resident named bonnie golightly who claimed that he had based holly on her that's so funny <laughs> which is so fucking funny and then there was this whole thing when it came out um like after it came out can i find it on this there's a great article um from bookriot.com and i will actually link it in the description of this because it's so good um about like the history of it and like what's going on yeah so after the first publication of breakfast at tiffany's in 1958 flocks of women all over new york city began to announce that they were the real life inspiration for holly go lightly beginning what capote referred to as the holly go lightly sweepstakes that's so I love funny. that. <laughs> like every woman in New York was like, oh, "She's me. She's so me. I am her. <laughs> I am her." Yeah, which I just I love. And then I mean, there's yeah, and like Gatsby was I based love. on like Fitzgerald himself, and like Truman Capote definitely based the short story writer on himself a little bit. Like, there's no way he didn't draw inspiration from his own life. Um, I mean, if you're writing about a writer, you're writing about yourself. Yeah. Right? And he also said that Holly was, like, mm-hmm. his favorite character that he ever wrote. Like, he was, like, she's the one who's nearest to my heart. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. It's so cute. I wasn't sure if you knew about any of that, and I'm like, we have to talk about it, because that's crazy. I know nothing. <laughs> I didn't even know what the plot going in. I hadn't seen the movie. I didn't know anything about it. I just knew there was no breakfast at Tiffany's. I knew it was, like, a saying, not a real thing. Well, no, she goes and has breakfast there. I know, but... You it is a real thing. Go there for breakfast. No, no. You That's can't go what eat I knew. Breakfast. <laughs> she just go stand out, stand outside. You haven't even seen the opening yeah. credits where she goes and stands outside nope. in her fabulous fucking outfit and the hat and the pearls and the gloves and she's got a little Danish and coffee. She just goes and looks outside Tiffany's. No. The closest I've seen is you know the New Year's Eve movie. No. But is it like kind of like well actually like it's Ashton like a Kutcher? Yeah, there. exactly that. Uh huh. So Zac Efron takes someone famous whose name I'm totally Zac blanking Efron's on. in it. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Cute. I know. He like someone very famous and I'm like embarrassed I'm blanking on this name. He takes her. She has this like bucket list. So he takes her to Tiffany's and they have like a croissant in front of it. And That's I'm like, ah, cute. This is the closest I've been. <laughs> That's so cute. New York movie. New Year's movie. It's called New Year's Eve. Uh, Yeah. New Year's Eve. I want to know who you're talking about. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, No! Yeah. She's like twice Zac Efron's age. Yeah. No, it's the whole thing. 63 years old. It's not romantic. It's it's just like they're helping each other out. She is 63 years old and he is 33. And this was in 2011. It's fine. This was like barely post High School Musical. Don't worry. It's it's not romantic. I don't care if it is or not. That's a weird vibe. (laughs) It was in a fun way. Anyway. Fun though, I love that. Okay, don't cool, you think cute. Baz Luhrmann should remake the Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yes, movie? absolutely, and I think yes. you should do it true to the book 100%. Yes, because I uh-huh. I want to see like Sally Tomato and the whole interchange with the police because, like, I don't think if I'm remembering that's properly, not in that it? doesn't happen. I don't think so. I watched it like four years ago, oh. was the last time I saw it. Um, so I might be oh, misremembering, boy. but as far as I'm aware. Doc shows up, takes her back. Surprise, her name's not Holly Golightly. It's Lula May something or other. 
Um, Go lightly. No. Is it? It's. I well, don't he's think that. Like Doc Go lightly. Yeah, but I think that's like in the book, but maybe in the Lula movie. Lula Mae Barnes. Lula Mae Barnes is her name. Oh. Oh no, he is Doc Go lightly. I don't know. That's fucking weird. But anyways, um, Lula Mae Barnes <sighs> is her name. And now I guess she was Lula Mae Go lightly, which is a fantastic mm-hmm. last name. Because she had a child wedding. Yeah, she was 14. Yeah, which is so gross. Disgusting. Going on 14. Sorry, not actually 14. Mm. Wife and mother of my children. Yuck. I don't know. I love everything about her. She's so wonderful. She's such a good... She is a great character. She Like, out of the whole Western canon, she's one of the tops. Agreed. Yeah. I'd drink to that, for sure. I'm Cheers. Drinking. Absolutely. Mm. And I know you hate this character, but listen to this quote. May, <laughs> right? That's her name? May or something. Yeah, I don't know. Meg, I don't know. Nah. Whoever hate, Katie hated, suddenly she was mm-hmm. blind. And since gin to artifice bears the same relation as tears to mascara, her attractions at once dissembled. She shook it out on everyone. She called her hostess a Hollywood de- degenerate. She invited a man in his 50s to fight. <laughs> she told Berman Hitler was right. She exhilarated Rusty Trawler by stiff arming him into a corner. You know what's going to happen to you, she said with no hint of a stutter. I'm going to march you over to the zoo and feed you to the yak. The funniest thing is he looked altogether willing, and then she got pissed <laughs> off. He was like, "Yeah, oh, feed me no. the yak." Oh no! Oh. <laughs> That's just the funniest quote. Me oh, yeah. at a party, wasted, just say spewing obscenities and just picking fights. God, well, yeah, because it's I like wish. all men, and then like Holly and May or Meg or whatever the hell. I know, right? Um. And then you say like, "Oh, <laughs> she is syphilis." <laughs> yeah. Ooh, when she's in the bathroom, oopsies. Oh, you know how these southern oh girls are. Yeah, I guess you would, wouldn't you, Lula May? Wouldn't you, Lula May? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Huh. Tell us how, more about how these southern girls are. Bitch. Yeah. Let's talk about that phrase though. Um, gin is to artifice, the same relationship as tears to mascara. Oh, beautiful. Oh my god. Stop. That's why I A work of like, art. Took a picture of the quote. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. And then it just mm-hmm. continued to be hilarious. But that's okay. art. <laughs> that is Holy art. Holy shit. That is, it's so much art. It's just. So much art. Yeah, it's Meg. I fully had her name wrong. It's Meg. Meg. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh, well. We drunk. We are. Yeah, I'm, fine. I don't know about you. I'm drunk. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. She goes. Catch um, up. I'm trying. Sorry. Um, some okay. of us hold our liquor better than others, Julia. <laughs> so. That's true. You do hold it better than me, Katie. Yeah, so you're like, I've had three drinks. And I'm like, okay, cute. I've had four. I'm still waiting. But No, I've had like five or six. This might be my seventh. Oh, maybe you need to like slow down then. Goddamn. I okay. know, right? <laughs> you're going to fall asleep. Okay. <laughs> um oh what yeah i do you know what i love first of all i have one quote that i love i have one quote that i love regale me well no i just think it's hilarious 
bitch. Regale me. I'm trying to. I have to set, I have to contextualize. I have to set a preface. Okay, I'll stop talking. I just think it's cute that she's like, oh, I wouldn't pick, because she's like, oh, like, I wouldn't pick Jose. Like, if I could pick anybody in the world, I wouldn't pick Jose. Um, Nehru, Pablo, I don't know how to pronounce the last name, whatever. Someone, he's nearer the mark. Wendell Wilkie. I'd settle for Garbo any day. Why not? A person ought to be able to marry men or women or... Listen, if you came to me and said you wanted to hitch up with Man of War, I'd respect your feeling. No, I'm serious. Love should be allowed. I'm all for it. Now that I've got a pretty good idea of what it is. I think that's so fucking funny. Like, it's so cute. It's very cute. It's, like, very much so. Like, Truman Capote was, like, a flaming homosexual. So, like, absolutely, of course, this book is going to be gay as hell. Um, And also, like, Holly, like, introduces herself and, like, she's like, yeah, I'm a bit of a dyke. And I'm like honey that's so cute how fun of you um (laughs) so you know um and then she's like yeah and also i totally get married to get to greta garbo i think that's i think that's fantastic i think anybody should be allowed to love now that i finally figured it out that's such like an 18 year old like i know what love is and so everyone should get to experience it all the time like i just i think that's so cute that's so cute it's very cute yeah I forgot what the other thing I was going to say was, but I just think that's so cute. She's adorable. It's very cute. I love her. Also, the fact that Rusty's, like, totally gay and, like, so can't gay. figure it out. Uh-uh. Yeah. Four divorces. Four divorces. Wonder why. Mm. Uh, Wanda. So yeah, fruity. Another fruity way that book. this is Gatsby. Such a fruity little book. Gatsby-esque. It's just so very fruity. Like a hundred pages, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. We packed it in there. Yeah. I found like a copy online because my copy is away from my home at the moment. Um, but I found a copy online that's literally 25. I mean, it's 25 pages of like two pages each, so it's 50 pages. Like it is a novella. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what did you think about Sally Tomato? God, I want him to have a son so I can marry him. You just made the last name Tomato. Perhaps. Be real. <laughs> yeah. 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 God, I loved him. He's so fucking funny. I loved him. I love an old mafia man. Hey, you can- we do love an old mafia man. We do love an old mafia man. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think about him? I don't know. I just thought it was, like, really funny that she was like, yeah, I just go visit him once a week. And then the narrator's yeah. like, she totally did say. not know. She knew nothing about what she was doing. I'm like, dude. Honey. She's honey. not that naive. <laughs> she's like. I know, right? You can believe whatever you want. Yeah. But <laughs> you can think whatever you want, She's, Paul. like, telling you. Paul. But, like, he's like, oh, my God, how's Sally Tomato? And she's like, do not bring that up in front of fucking feds. Like, she Literally. Knew. She was like, don't bring that up. Don't bring Shut the up. fuck up. Like, like ah, she was shy. <laughs> uh, he's so stupid the whole time. Like, he's so, like, it's oh, like she's Nick. naive. Stupid. He's, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's, like, worse than Nick, though, because he's not even, like, a little mm-hmm. bit self-conscious. And, like, Nick is, like, and he's a little bit. not pretty, so annoying. Yeah. So what the fuck? Ugh. Straight man. Disgusting. Super lame. Super lame. 
I'm so sad that we're not drinking White Angels, but I also wish that we were drinking White Angels because what a bold way to start your day. Walk it into a bar and Joe Bell, the bar owner, because it's second page. Of God, this I book, love him so much. He's like, let me pour you a White Angel. It's one part gin, one part vodka. So much of their behavior is explained <laughs> by that. Exactly. You're it's like, welcome to this novel. Here we are setting it up. <laughs> one part gin, one part vodka. Oh my God. <laughs> I love how that he talks. He's like, let me build you a drink. I'm going to build you a drink. I it's love not that. make it. It's like, it makes me feel like, it's like cottagecore. Like, I am going to build a drink <laughs> especially for you. I'm going to get tiny little hammers and tiny little nails. I'm going to build you a drink. <laughs> no, I love that. That's so cute. Right? Oh, my God. I just, I read the whole book in like a mid-Atlantic accent. So all of it, every single Every single thing that they say is so charming. I was just looking at the final lines of the book, which are just, they hit. And so we beat on Boats Against the Current, Born Back. Oh, sorry. Wrong novel. Oopsies. We got them mixed up again. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's on par, though. Like, maybe not on par, because, like, I think it's kind of weird to, like, it's definitely not as, like, eloquently poetic as, like, and so we beat on, whatever. Um, but it's it's got the same vibes. I don't know how I didn't pick up on the fact that this was literally Great Gatsby 2.0. Thank you for bringing that up to me. Girlie, you're welcome. This is what I'm here for. This is why we started this podcast. Yeah. But Do you no, want to read it's it or should I? still the same heart-wrenching. You, you have the best reading voice. Please read it. Oh, you want me to use, like, my pretentious bitch voice. Okay. Hi. Yeah. My name is Katie. I write poetry. Um, Paul, the unnamed narrator, is looking for the cat, and he finally finds him. Um, and it goes, but one day, one cold, sunshiny Sunday, Sunday winter afternoon, it was. Flanked by potted plants and framed by clean lace curtains, he was seated in the window of a warm-looking room. I wondered what his name was, for I was certain he had one now, certain he'd arrive somewhere he belonged. African hut, or whatever, I hope Holly has, too. Oh! Beautiful. Oh! I love it. I love it. Also, I love the fact that the cat just doesn't have a name. She's like, yeah, I can't name him. At all. What are you talking about? We're independent. <laughs> we don't belong to each other. Like, it's just... No, poor kitty. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. though, I want to name every single cat. Like, I want to own cats, and I have every name based off of novel characters, so I'm like... Oh, yeah? I... Okay. Well, now I need to know, what are your ideal cat names? If you could name the cat in this book, what would you name it? And then I also, what would you name any cat ever? Okay. I don't know what I named the cat in the book. I wasn't prepared, but right off the bat, Jay Catsby, number one cat name. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Holy <Right>? shit. <laughs> wow. That's so good. Also, the cat in this book is like an orange cat, and he's mm-hmm. stupid. And he's that stupid, is, it speaks to everything in my heart. I just want a stupid little orange cat. Mm, this stupid little orange and cat just, who just like, like a finds tiger. you and i'm like yeah oh, like please please give me my j cats but i don't know i don't like the cat in this book is mine 
you know? I can't name him. Oh, that's very Holly of you. It's yeah. definitely not a cop out. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Cute. Uh. I'd probably want need me a go tiger because I'm not interesting. Yeah, I do want you to Tiger's go off. Cute. Actually. Anyways, go off. Go off, go off, go off. I want to hear whatever you have to say. <laughs> I don't think you do. Uh, so take a little sip sip of your drink while I okay. regale you with um, this is my many course breakfast and lunch brunch menu I would serve based on the book with Fuck cocktail yeah. pairings. Okay. Yeah. Okay. First off, we have a white angel. That's just an egg white omelet, baby. Okay. Oh, you're not serving real white angel? Tasty. That's At brunch? pairing. <laughs> That's okay, fair. the cocktail fair. pairing. Fun. Right? Mm-hmm. So we have a food and a drink to match. That's actually what food I and love cocktail that. pairing is. Like, I'm right. stupid. Yeah. I'm dumb. So egg white omelet. <laughs> uh, you know, you got to have your salt, pepper, your green onions, everything. But that's a, all I can think of um, for the egg white omelet. But yummy. Is there anything locale, else in the Rich people going to eat it. Just cheese, egg whites? probably. White cheese. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Mozzarella. Yum. You know? Mm-hmm. Gobby tasty. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm. Mm. Well, now I'm hungry. Continue, please. <laughs> it's going to get worse. Oh, no. <laughs> Tiffany's egg caviar. <sighs> so it's like scrambled eggs, caviar on top, served with oh my God. champagne. Oh, or you know the champagne cocktails? So it's like a yeah it is um a, with like a sugar cube and then you pour <gasps> yes yeah tiffany's eggs caviar with a champagne cocktail oh my god yum okay another option okay and then we need something olive to invoke martinis because you gotta have martinis yes, yes. at brunch so i'm feeling like an olive bread toast with like a top mm. dot on it it's very savory so it's more of the brunch thing but some people don't like the sweet breakfast I don't. I'm right? a savory breakfast person all the way. Okay, then you'll hate this next option, which is <laughs> Havana Club rum with, like, waffles and or pancakes with, like, a rum syrup drizzle. Ooh. Right? Because she goes to Havana, Miss Holly. Yes, she does. With yeah. uh, that Brazilian man. Jose. And I'm like, mm. Mm-hmm. Jose. I'm like, okay, Havana Club rum. Obviously. Yum, yum. <laughs> and of course it's set in new york so what do you think i'm gonna mention right now what do you a manhattan me? yeah eating though food bagels yeah yeah <laughs> yes okay we gotta have new york bagels although like mm-hmm. montreal bagels are better but we gotta have new york bagels mm-hmm. and we gotta have bagels and locks oh yeah it's new york absolutely oh my god with capers oh my god yeah of course we're not fucking savages no god no and Uh and a manhattan to drink for sure for sure i love i love that right yeah right there's two more courses too oh my god okay next course lula may's tex-mac crepe breakfast burrito okay because she do be from texas she do be from Texas, so she we have a crepe as the base instead of a tortilla, and Ooh. then we just have like a savory crepe, you know, with like mm-hmm, a meat mm-hmm. and sort of like cheese filling. Yum yum. 
not the Nutella and banana that I would prefer, but you know, it's Lula Maze. So you gotta have the Tex Max. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. This last one I think you'll like the most. So a Brazilian Benedict. Uh, so eggs Benny <laughs> with guac and tomatoes, served with house rice, and this Pio de Cuejo. I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but it's like Brazilian cheese bread. <gasps> Yum. Okay. Yeah. I'm so uh-huh. hungry now. So that's it, I breakfast at tiffany's like meals and then i have whole other drinks so because they go to miami yes yes that's florida so we gotta have a bunch of orange juice based drinks mm. mimosas. mimosas screwdrivers mm. bellinis are peach but also like close yeah. enough and then because there. of sally tomato we gotta have our tomato based drinks so we got <laughs> our caesars slash bloody mary's yes. and our red eyes have you ever had a re- red eyes beer and tomato juice Oh, God, no, I haven't. What the fuck? Yeah. I love a Caesar. I love a Bloody Mary. Beer and tomato juice? Yeah, like a lager, like a nice, like, light (sighs) kind of beer with tomato juice. I think it'll be good. Anyway. Well. No, never. I want one. Okay, I'm wondering if, like, beer and Clamato juice would be... I mean, it would be the same with the sweet, sweet clam brine. Mm, that's sweet, sweet clam brine. Yum, yum. Mm, sweet, yum, sweet, yum, sweet clam yum. brine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mm. 100% being real because I fucking love Clamato juice. Um, I fucking love the sweet, sweet clam brine. Caesar, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we'll have to try red oh, eyes yeah. for the next thing that we drink that could be absolutely applicable. Jesus Christ. Fuck yeah, bitch. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> also... Uh-huh. This brunch, if I if we were in a perfect world, it would be at yes, Joe yes. Bell's. There would be complimentary Tums on the plates like pillow yeah, mints. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and there'd be a live it. shitty guitarist. Like do you remember mm-hmm. Hoko second year? Same yeah. vibes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways. That just the way. <laughs> That's my monologue. <laughs> Bone off the teeth. I fucking love it. What a menu. You put some planning Thank into this. And I hope that people are listening to I this. Did. I mean, I know that Hannah don't usually. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're listening to this on a Sunday morning over your breakfast, which like that would be real bold of you. And I love it. Uh, but I doubt that there's anyone doing that. Um, I'm sorry that you're not eating I usually this for listen breakfast. to it hungover in bed. Yeah, because we've recorded Sunday an episode. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I usually don't listen to it, and then you have to text me when I get the fucking title wrong on Spotify, and you're like, "Can you fix that, please?" It's like eleven in the morning. Getting greasy. Getting greasy. I was so hungover when I said that. I was like, "I'm gonna die, but please change this because I can't because I'm gonna die." I was in the middle of um, hour two of like Marie Kondo in my whole closet. So I love that we have like very different versions of hungover. That's fun. The dichotomy of man, really. No, the duality. Okay, I'll drink to the that. <laughs> Get anyways, getting literate. I fucking love that menu. I think that that's so good. I really want to eat brunch Thank now. You. Um, before yeah. we go to titles of essays that we might possibly write about this. Um, mm. how did you? Okay, so I know that the narrator is like Nick Carraway to you. Yeah, but he was also straight boring did you yeah yeah 
Was he just what? boring? Like, is that your total thoughts and feelings? Like, no, sorry. You... That was my response to a straight man. Um, <laughs> oh, fair. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> yeah. Make it fruity or I'm not interested. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Either make it a woman um, or make it fruity. Thank you. There it is. Yeah. I. Well, are we only interested in books that are interested in men? Or that the narrator is interested in men? <laughs> and we don't want to read a book where they're interested in a uh, woman where their primary object of affection is a woman i don't think so i think it has to do with being a man's oh mind. absolutely but i'm wondering if there's like a sneaky it's a little factor <laughs> i was like oh that's interesting that's really interesting on both huh. our parts um but anyways uh <laughs> society we're gonna leave it at that um <laughs> cheers. um because okay so, yeah cheers i will drink to that Oh, also, Breakfast at Tiffany's has a narrator um, that is, um, I don't straight. know what I was saying, trying to say. Yeah, he's straight. Uh, <laughs> fuck, where was I going with this? I don't know. You said he's straight. How did you feel? Oh, we here on Getting Literate, we here on Getting Literate despise the male point of view. Sometimes, you usually. Do. Most of the time. More Mostly often than not. canon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about this male? I know you thought it was boring a little bit. Uh, how did you feel about this no, male point I of view? <laughs> uh, I was just joking. Oh no, same. Was... No, I was like a little bit bored too because everybody else in this book was like kind of fruity a little bit, and then he was like, "I, I know, am right? simply it's solely like interested in Holly." Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I was like working on Nine Nine, where I'm like, really, Jake is the main character, and we have Rosa fucking Diaz, Amy Santiago, Gina. Jake's um, by his literally hell, every other cooler like, character. They don't let him be by his hell. I know. I and I'm also talking about like early seasons. Oh, Jake, absolutely. It's the way that like the good place to name another like Mike Shore American they, sitcom. That was by Rachel. Oh, totally. It's the, it's the way that like Eleanor is by, but like they never actually say it. Uh-huh. But, like she's just like more uh-huh. outwardly so. Mike Shore likes to make his main characters uh-huh. by, but like just doesn't talk about it. Anyways, I know. Uh- <laughs> but it's okay for women to be pretty, but not Yeah, men. it's fine. It's totally fine cuz it's hot and sexy society mm. once again the same way that like Cheers. fred was totally like her brother fred was totally i didn't know this until i started like reading because i looked up i knew that there was like contra i am so off topic from what i was trying to say but i don't care i'm just gonna keep talking um <laughs> um i tried to look up because i knew that there was controversy around truman capote writing breakfast at tiffany's and i wanted to know exactly what it was before we went into this today and so i looked it up and apparently mm-hmm. fred was totally fruity like he was a fruit he was a fruit through and through really yeah and that's like a thing a and apparently a what peach oh i thought you called him a bitch and i was like what <laughs> but yeah he was a fruit he was a little stone fruit um and that's why she calls him mod at one point oh like she refers to him as mod Apparently, like he's supposed to be like a, a little fruit boy, um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. But everybody else is fruity. Paul, the narrator, is not fruity. His name's not Paul. He's not got a name. Anyways, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, how did you feel about this male gaze? Is what the question I was originally trying to ask was. It was fine. Yeah. Like you know, when you're reading books, you gotta be. Yeah, ready to read about the male gaze, right? It was oh, like yeah. tolerable. It was like fine. 
Yeah. You know, how, how did you feel? It wasn't bad. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I felt like it was like kind of like we talked about earlier. It was like you could like you can tell that he is dumb and he's putting shit onto Holly that like yeah. he should not be. Like she's so naive. She could not have a known that she was committing a federal form. crime. Yeah. A man yeah. who cannot form a healthy attachment. Absolutely. But you can like see through it because like Truman Capote is just like a mm. skilled writer that he writer. was able to like do it objectively so i kind of mm-hmm. vibed with it a little bit but i was also like i want this from holly's point of view and holly's point of view only thank you so i know right I was a little annoyed with him but like um, not intensely so yeah have you seen moulin rouge okay horrifically enough i have not write this down um august 21st 2021 i saw a movie that katie <laughs> has watched. <laughs> anyway, um, it gave me Moulin Rouge vibes. Too. Oh, okay. I know, like, the vibes mm-hmm. of Moulin Rouge. I just, like, haven't seen it. So. Mm-hmm. Like Nicole Kidman, Holly Golightly, um, naive fucking... Why are men so fucking uncompelling? Cause... <sighs> because they don't think that they have to compel you to anything. That's true. Anyway, before we lose 0.1% of our viewership. (laughs) (laughs) Essays. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about my essay. I would actually, like, want to write this for a class, like, because it would be, like, a lot of, like, research and stuff, and I think that it would be really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I'm going to go first. I'm just going to (laughs) go. And I would call it the first for best not best necessarily but just fun and interesting in my opinion because i'm making it up on the spot um the holly golightly phenomenon examining the definitions of sex work through the lens of breakfast at tiffany's that's really cool yeah yeah and i would like because like okay because like truman capote like literally said like she's not a prostitute and i'm like no she's an escort she goes out with men and dates them and mm-hmm. gets money from them she just like doesn't necessarily sleep with them unless they're really rich, Mm -hmm. in which case, yeah, she will. And, like, that's Mm -hmm. essentially sugar babying. It's, like, whatever, like, it's a, it's a, it's how some some people might be sugar babying still. Like, it's, like, that's, and that's maybe not sex work, but it's definitely, like, a variation of it, you know? Even if it doesn't necessarily exactly Mm -hmm. involve sex, there's still, like, emotions and, um, like, physicality and, like, eroticism that's like built into that and he was like yeah she's not a prostitute she's an american geisha and i'm like okay well what does that mean and also like are you using that term correctly like i think that's a real that's a choice of phrasing truben but had a lot of choices Mm -hmm. of phrasing in this book um because it was written in the 1950s so Mm -hmm. and he was childhood friends with harper lee who you know so is there more there's more to her name right no. Harper Lee sounds unfinished. She oh. is unfinished. Yeah, there it is, isn't it? Um, but yeah, so I think mm-hmm. that it would just be interesting to look at that and like see like what constitutes like sex work and like what what mm-hmm. definitions we draw as a society, like starting with Breakfast at Tiffany's and kind of looking at it like from then till now. Cause, That's so interesting. Right? Right? Because there are still like I see <laughs> I don't know what it is about my TikTok for you page, but they're like 
POV, you're a 19-year-old asking, like, her boomer boyfriend for more money. And it's always, like, like 30-something comedians who are, like, playing the role of, like, the boomer boyfriend or whatever. But it's, like, mm-hmm. like it's always, like, oh, and then somebody duets it, and they are pretending to be, like, the 19-year-old GF or whatever. And they're, like, yeah, can you, like, make another deposit? Like, it's, like, they're looking for money from these guys. And so I'm, like, so is that mm-hmm. sex work? Or are we saying that, that, that she's dating him because they haven't set out a formal mm-hmm. agreement? Like, is she... You know, like, what do we consider sex work? And what do we consider sex work in this book? Like, I remember I was talking to someone who, this was years and years ago, but I was talking to someone and they were like, yeah, Holly Golightly is, like, my favorite character in all of, like, Western canon. And I was like, oh, my God, same. And they were like, yeah, I love her so Mm -hmm. much. Like, she's, like, so cool. I wonder what she does for a job. And I was like, well, she's an escort. They were like, what? Mm -hmm. What do you mean she's an escort? And I'm like, well, she goes on dates with men for money. Like, what else do you call that? And so it's just interesting. I think it'd be really interesting. And I want to look at it more, and especially, like, through this lens specifically, because, like, she's so, like, this is what I do. But, like, Truman Capote and the narrator refuse to call it that. And I, th- I don't know. I just mm-hmm. think it's interesting. I feel like that's interesting, like, to, like, a take on, like, male honor and, like. Yeah. A weird take on, like, how men, quote, unquote, honor women. Yeah. And, like, they pay her to, like, not for the date, not for the actual service that she's providing, which is, like romantic semblance of romantic Mm -hmm. you know reciprocation and um Mm -hmm. like attraction and companionship but they pay her for cat fare Mm -hmm. which is way more than it needs to be Mm -hmm. and they pay her to go to the bathroom which i guess is like to tip the attendant or something i don't really know how bathrooms work i don't know why they're giving her 50 dollars bills like is it like to do coke with i I don't know (laughs) but (laughs) i don't understand um but yeah so they're not paying her directly so it's like, mm-hmm. what? But yeah, definitely male honor. Like, oh, I don't have to pay a woman to go out with me. Like, you do. You just don't set it up formally like that. I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that a lot. I think so, too. Yeah, thank you. What would you do an uh, essay about? I'd call it Cats in Cages Examining Freedom and Breakfast, breakfast yeah. at Tiffany's. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, the zoo. Mm-hmm. animals in the zoo but also like holly goes to jail there's so yeah. many people in jail in this novel yeah novella. um she's talking about like her like the never love a wild thing mr bell um speech. Yeah. how she goes to like the african savannah and that's yeah. where she's last like spotted and like mm. african wild safari like ooh. yeah um, and just like the freedom to flip between like partners like i just think that's yeah like, very interesting oh totally and there's that whole motif of the birdcage right yeah yeah it's so yeah oh yeah. that's so good i love that i love the title Cats Thank and Cages. You. that's fantastic and also oh my god you just like opened my third eye for me you opened my third eye mm-hmm. okay the fucking right. cat is like an independent yeah. spirit free to do whatever right like she's like i don't own him mm-hmm. and then she lets mm-hmm. him go and at the end mm-hmm. of the novel, like, the narrator's like, yeah, like, he found somewhere to live. Like, I hope that Holly finds that, too. But, like, do you want that for her or do you want her to be trapped and kept somewhere? Like, is she mm-hmm. is she free at the end of it? Like, on her own in the African savannah? Or is she – or do you want her in to be home. trapped? Right? Like, that's mm-hmm. – I'm not being as eloquent as, like, my third eye was when you first opened it. But, like, that kind of thing. Like, what does he wish for that's her and what does yeah. he define as freedom? I love that. Oh my god. Right. Your brain is so big. Thank you. 
Wow. Our brain cell really working overtime. To make- she tried hard. Well, we didn't read this simultaneously. Happen. I think that's why we have like smarter thoughts about it. <laughs> we weren't reading it at the same time. I think I read it like five days before you. And then she was like, oh, I can like work full time on this one. I don't have to like split. <laughs> Excellent. I can mull on it <laughs> individually. I can marry like fine wine or kimchi. <laughs> Ferment. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Fucking cheers. Fucking cheers. I finished my drink, but fucking cheers. Um, well, if you finish your drink, there's no point to continue. Um, yes. Parting thoughts? Uh, I kind of want to go to New York. <laughs> I want to... I wish COVID was over. Just a little? Go. <laughs> a lot, but yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I Yeah, I want to be Holly Go Lately. Without the traumatic, tragic right? past, but yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to be her. Mm. Yeah, I understand the Fuck yeah. the Holly Golightly sweepstakes. Cool. Okay, well... This has been an uh, episode of Getting Literate. We certainly got literate. Yeah. We got lit, that's for sure. Thanks for... I'm Julia. I'm Katie. Thanks for talking with us. Cheers, y'all. This has been an episode of Getting Literate with Julia Honadel and Katie McCullochop. Be sure to follow us on social media at Getting Literate on all platforms and follow the podcast from wherever you're listening for more opportunities to get lit and get literate.